Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. I sell blue Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back in the chair. And as we look forward to Brighton away on Saturday, I welcome back three Super Blues. Stephen Allwise. Hello. Stephen Cox. Hello. And Dan Mobblake. Hello. Uh, so, is Brighton and Hove Albion away a away win? Yes. Well, you've just answered your own question. <laughs> Do you need three guests today, Nigel? I don't need any guests today because it's got away win written all over it. So, are we going to win every game this season? This is where I want to start, actually. Not Brighton away. I want to talk about the season itself. Because is it fair to say that this is going to be potentially the most exciting season City have had for years with the investment that we've made? Or actually, is the pressure of those big money buys going to actually be a bit of a spanner in the works? Depends how we start the season, I think. If we start the season in a fairly shaky manner, then the pressure may come on fairly quickly about that. But if we start with a good win um, and we sort of make it, you know, play some pretty football and make it look good, then I think the pressure will come off fairly quickly. But Know, but we're not going to start the way we did last season. I mean, that was just, was it ten straight wins? Was it last year we kicked off at, yeah. to, to do that again? Is, is it going to happen? Not some, all in the league, some argue we're going to win every game anyway this season, of course. But that that pressure, Stephen, that that must play its part. I mean, the, the press already has started, haven't they? Sort of talking about there's all sorts of nonsense in the press about saying you know Pep is the most under pressure manager ever because of the investment that's been made. Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? Successful football club who wants to be even more successful spends money to buy good players. It's never happened before, has it? No, no. We're the only team who who signs anyone. Um, I I think there's an element of added pressure, um, but nothing that the players haven't dealt with before or or can't cope with now. Um, We've added top quality signings to a squad that was already very good, and we've got rid of the kind of fringe players who, who wouldn't have featured too much. So I think you look at the squad now and, and we can talk about formations and, and players who might need to still come in, but 
you look at the attacking options and there's so many goals and chances in this side and something we didn't really do last year was was put five or six past teams and and really just stamp our authority on on the season and I think we will this year we're, we're going to create so many opportunities and we're going to score a lot of goals and we're going to be far too much for many sides to handle now a lot of people last season did say it was our defense that was the problem we have these aging full backs that we talked about many times before but actually in those games that you refer to where we dominated you could argue actually was putting those chances away and not actually sort of putting teams away, drawing games that we should have won uh, actually was our problem. You see that being a difference now with the investment that we've made with those with more attacking players? Is, do you actually see that being the difference? I think Pep would agree with you on, on that assessment that he referenced it a few times last season that everyone focuses on the defence but actually it was with the chances that we missed and he, he bemoaned Jesus' absence a lot because he, he said he, he equaled goals. Um, but when you've got Aguero and Jesus supported by two Silvers, De Bruyne, Sane, Sterling, and then all the central midfielders, we are going to create lots of chances and it almost doesn't matter if, if we concede a lot because we're going to carry on scoring. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I agree with that assessment. I think we being more solid at the back is only going to help our cause because actually leaking the odd goal is, is not good for you regardless but I think we've got the potential for goals all over the pitch the only thing I'm worried about from pre-season was the fact that we had a lot of chances we didn't put away and that's the only thing I find and I, I put that down to people not being quite sharp I, I would hope first game of the season we should be sharp enough to put Brighton to the sword I think that's why there's all the talk about Mbappe. I think he reminds me a bit of Anelka, where he's actually that talented. I think if he got the ball inside the box, you'd probably see it hit the back of the net. I think he is, although Aguero has many, many assets, actually in terms of shots to goals ratio, he scores some lovely goals and some wonderful goals, and I wouldn't swap him for any other player in the league. Um, and uh, s- certainly, but if, if you look at actually his finishing last season, these, these games where he could have had five or six goals in most games. So obviously, ho- well, hopefully we're in training, we're, we're, we're shooting all the time. Maybe the introduction of some of these players putting better chances on a plate, not that they weren't clear cut last season, but Mende putting the ball in one side, Walker the other side, right in front, so they actually can't miss the chance. Maybe. Bernard Silva, I know Pep rates him as, an, as a goal scorer, so maybe he'll nick him with a few next season. And maybe that confidence in front of goal will, will, start, us going, will start us seeing hit, hitting the net a few more times. And we have got so many options, and this is the thing that excites me, sort of formation-wise now. And we've, we know that pre-season Pep sort of went with his three at the back, with kind of the two sort of full-backs sort of playing further up, so wing-backs, if you like. Um, is that how you see him going to be setting up against Brighton at the weekend? Is that kind of the, the most likely way, having tried that in pre-season? Or is he going to go back to a more traditional four at the back and then more attacking midfielders? I think he'll play the same. I think he's going to try and overload them. I think that's, you know, a lot of teams can't cope when... As Dan said earlier, when they're going backwards towards their own goal, and I think actually overloading them is the right way to do it. Um, as long as you're solid with your three at the back, having the win backs, they're quick enough to do it. Be it Mendy, be it Walker, be it Danilo, they're quick enough to do it. I don't think Mendy will feature in the first game because I think he's still carrying a bit of an injury. But no, I think that's the right. I think that's the right approach. I think that's the way that Pep's going to go. I think that having done that pre-season, I don't think. I think only the United game did he actually play a back four. 
I think for the rest of the, the other three games we had a, a back three with wing backs so I think that's the way he's, he's kind of pointing that direction it's, it's something that, that Mancini tried the year after we won the title in, in 2012 um, and I think he brought Mike on in and had Mike on and Milner um, or Collar of us as wing backs and, and Pet will I'm sure will have drilled them and drilled them in training and it gives us an option um, to switch depending on who we're playing or to switch during a game if something's not working out because as we said a few days ago that we've only got three centre-backs so I don't think it's going to be a, a viable system every match to play especially with company's injury record to play company Stones and Otamendi but it gives options and it means that the, the wing-backs can push on um, and you'll have then probably one central midfielder and four attackers whose job really can just be to focus on putting the ball in the back of the net. Are we in danger this season then of having a situation where it's almost kind of reversed, where actually from a sort of strike force point of view we'll be absolutely brilliant, we'll be taking all of those chances and if we don't strengthen, of course at this stage we've the transfer window still open, we don't know what other signings are going to be made, we may well get another left back to cover there, we may be another central, a centre back, there may be another midfielder on his way in, there's lots of options there. Have we got a situation where actually um, with a back three that we've got, company who's injury prone, Stone who Stones hasn't had the best start in a sky blue shirt, that defensively we could well be vulnerable is that is that possible, is that a situation where you think we've, we might be because we, we've got these Walker and Mendy if you like as these are attacking wing backs um, does it mean defensively we might have some issues? I think if we did a Chelsea and we kept our back five the whole season and everyone was fit for the whole season, I think we'd do relatively well. The problem comes is when you've got three centre-backs and three full-backs for five positions and you're playing that the whole season. It's a long season, we've got a lot of competitions to roll through. We desperately need to get at least another um, another full back in maybe Bertrand um, and maybe he can play a, a, across the back five um, if, if needs be or just one of the other full backs like we've got Danilo who can maybe play across the back five as well because for me we just can't play that all season because we're not lucky enough like Chelsea where we won't get an injury here or there. Can I just throw another couple of names on, 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 the, on the table as well? Gundogan, who we didn't see a lot of. I think he was one of Pep's very first signings, someone who was very keen to get to the club, uh, got injured very early on, a very serious injury, and he's, he's back sort of now in thinking full training. Um, and then we've obviously got Nasri who's come back as well, who, who did well pre-season. Is, is that someone who you can see featuring? Is he going to be shipped out somewhere, or do you think he's going to be pushing for a place? I can't see Nasri staying. Um, I think Nasri will do like last year he'll end out on loan um, he's got this potential suspension hanging over the top of his head as well so I'm not sure we'll actually sell him at the minute um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens with, with that but I can't see Nasri actually hanging around this season What I like about the, where we're playing at the moment is actually we're starting to, Pep's doing the right thing he's bringing in really clever technical players Sil- the two Silvers who've gone in coming Gunduan we've got Aguero Jesus Mendy Walker these guys can all play football so in his first game that we played last season the full backs moved inside mm-hmm. and we really weren't in it, we weren't able to adapt to that system because the footballers weren't good enough but now when you get to a stage where you've actually got 10 footballers sat in front of a goalkeeper you can pretty much play any way you want if they're clever enough to play that system 
So if you had to come up with a team then, Dan, for the first game of the season, mm-hmm. um, how do you think he's going to like? I guess the, the keeper picks himself. You know, Edison's had a good preseason. He looks far more commanding than Bravo. He's a shot shot stopper. Um, so, so I guess he picks himself. Are we going to go with? The, are you going to go back three then? Would you, would you stick with that? Who, I'd, who, st- who I'd the... stick with the back three if they're fit enough to play. Um, I think it creates that. Solidity at the back, so I would definitely go with those three at the back. So you're talking Company Stones, Otamendi as your as your three for the first game at this moment in time. Do you yes. want to pick it up from there, then, Steve? Uh, are, are you yeah. going uh, Walker Danilo as the, as the two two? No, I, th- I, 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 I yeah, I would agree that Walker and Danilo probably um, Danilo on the left, Walker on the right. I think um, I'm not sure necessarily um, whether there's another option at the back there, which. Um, what about Mangala? His yeah, name hasn't well, been mentioned. He, he's played pre-season. He, I don't think he's looked bad, but he hasn't really looked good either. Um, I think I'd probably put him in the same bracket as Nasri, in the yeah. sense that Pep might be playing them both just to to try and attract another yeah. club. But whilst we don't have another recognised centre back, especially a left footer. Yeah. I think he might keep Mangala until he brings someone in, but I don't, I don't see him playing unless he sees something in him, and that's that. I can't see what he's going to see in him really from that. But. So in that holding role, have you got sort of one person holding defensive midfielder? Or is it yeah, I think, midfield, I, I, think, I, think I think at the moment you will leave Stephen with the with the, with the attack. Okay, I, I think sort of holding midfielder is going to be either Fernandinho or Yaya Toure. Uh, I suspect in the first game it may actually be Yaya, um, and I think that he'll put Fernandinho on the bench. Being that Fernandinho, and I think Fernandinho, a bit like Milner, can can be his own worst enemy by being able to play all over the park, and he can, he can play in multiple positions. So it may be that that kind of precludes him a little bit and puts him on the bench for a few games. But Stephen, that leaves you four players to play with for that an amazing strike force that we're going to be enjoying this season. Who, who at Brighton are going to turn up? Um, I think. Well, the two strikers have played in pre-season together, Jesus and Aguero. So I think if as we've we've said the past couple of minutes, he's going to stick with a similar type of formation. I think those two play. De Bruyne has been, um, I actually think, will be our best player this season. I just think the second half, or maybe the last third of last season, he just seemed to assume a bit more responsibility. He played a bit deeper, um, but worked so hard and, and never stopped. Um, and I think he's going to really be one to surprise, not, not fans because we know how good he is, but the wider football uh, public. Um, Bernardo Silva's obviously just come into training so I think it's too soon for him um, Sané hasn't played a huge amount in pre-season um, so it's probably then either Sterling or David Silva um, and I think it will probably be David who gets the nod um, so you've got Silva and De Bruyne behind the two strikers okay, That sounds like a fantastic lineup, and a bloody strong bit yes. Exactly and that... Uh... Yeah, so so in terms of predictions, I know you don't like doing this particularly. Brighton away, they've just come up. We'll be really excited to welcome Pep's boys, I'm sure. Any thoughts of a of, of a prediction for this particular one? I'm going to go three nil away win. Dan, I'm going to have to let them have one goal based on previous seasons. So I'm going to go for three one. Four nil. Four nil City. And just in terms of predictions for the season overall, it's our sort of first pre-game podcast of the season who are going to be kind of the, the top four is it going to be the standard top four that we're used to seeing or do you see any other the, the sort of other, other teams coming through so? my top four would be Man City Chelsea Spurs and United and I think Arsenal and Liverpool will drop out 
any disagreements with that sort of uh... I can't really argue based on based on current signings but until the window closes you never know who's going to come in yeah I think at the minute I will say City United Chelsea and then I think the other three Arsenal Liverpool Spurs will scrap it out for fourth so are we all going to say City to win the league then is it is that kind of comfortably comfortably yeah. in the league yeah. 20 point buffer <laughs> <laughs> By the end of November. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. So, what about the other competitions? F- FA Cup, League Cup, Champions League. Let's let's do sort of uh, the, the cup competitions quickly. Get that out of the way. I can see us getting to maybe the semi-final of the Champions League this year. Maybe not quite reach that. Maybe even the final. But I, I can't see us winning it this year. I think the pro- the problem you've got. We're going to be fighting on many fronts, and we may well win a, a cup as well as the league, perhaps, but not the Champions League this year. Yeah, Champions League. I mean, no one really saw Monaco last season being as yeah. good as they were. We, I don't think we're as on the level of of uh, Bayern or Real or Barca. But who knows? We've we can we can plot that team that we discussed can be anyone on their day. As I said earlier, if company stays fit, I think a semi final berth's probably about right based on the teams above us. Um, and the rest of the competitions, yeah, we're all in for. I can't see why we can't play a few, a few of the kids, um, and because they look pretty good in pre-season. And uh, yeah, just take it, take game by, take each game at a time. I'm not sure what you said about Champions League. Are you saying going to win the Champions League? Or no, I think no? we'll. I think we'll come around to the semi-final. I don't think we're strong enough yet to um, defensively. I don't think we're strong enough yet, and we're not taking our chances. But maybe as the season goes through, I'll be. I'll, I'll see more that makes me appreciate that. And let's say Pep doesn't win the Premier League and maybe does well in the Champions League but doesn't win it. Is that a real failure? Bear in mind there have been other City managers in recent times, Pellegrini in particular, who in his first season won the Premier League. Do you think he will then come under some pressure? There's been huge investment. He's got some of the best players in the world. Uh, we've got an amazing setup now at the club. It's pretty much his team now. So he can't. It's pretty much his team now, and I, I don't think he can really argue that um, he, he hasn't got the or hasn't had the support and getting the players that he wants. Yeah, he, of course he'd come under pressure if he doesn't win it. I can't see him not winning something this year. Seriously. He didn't last year, of course, Dan. And that was disappointing. Many City fans and many pundits would have said, you know, he should have done with the kind of the investment and the sort of talent he had there. Pet well, failure if he doesn't win something this year. Well, to be fair, last year it, it, probably the average age of the team was about twenty nine. This season, with the with the youngsters who've come in, we've probably gone into the mid twenties. So the energy levels have actually been raised. I for me, I take the Premier League all day. It's what it's all about. Going back to Aguero and his goal. You know that was a moment that will live, die hard in every city's heart, basically. So yeah, I, I, I think and hope we win the Premier League more. Than I understand. Anything. I don't think, to be fair, just to pressure. I don't think you quite answered my question. My question is about okay. Pep, and my question is about if he doesn't win anything, yes. it, will he come under? Will that be a failure as far as Pep's concerned, or should he be given time and a new two or three, so another another three hundred million next year should sort everything out? I think from Pep's point of view, in his own mind, he's a taskmaster and, and he wants to win. So he's probably hardest on himself more than more than anyone else. But yes, he would be seen as a failure bearing amount, the amount of money he's spent from the City fans and from outside as well, in my opinion. Final word from Stephen Allwise before we just get on the coach to Brighton. 
we'll win the Premier League, we'll win one of the Cups, we'll reach the semi-finals of the Champions League and everyone will think Pep's great again. Pep is great again and we love him. And I also love Stephen, Stephen, Dan. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.